Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. This week, Mo and I talk about sexual fetishes, CNN, what's wrong with throwing money at your problems, and what happens when you're a trust fund kid. We also have more alien talk and then wrap up the show by calling out Big Pharma. Alright, now for the important part. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Most importantly, remember to share the show with a friend. We do this every week for you guys, so be sure to do your part and share the show with someone that has a sense of humor. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, speaking of interesting shit, dude. What's up? I, you know, because we always talk about social justice warriors and all that stuff. Right. So, I had an epiphany the other day. Mm. Okay, are you ready? Oh, yes. I had an epiphany. I found the one thing that is universal that we can still talk crap to each other about. What? Sports. If you're a sports fan of a team, I can still, like, dude, hey, you're a Jets fan. I'm calling you out. Jets suck. Uh, I don't know about this year. Uh, exactly, but still, I can still talk trash to you about your team, and it's not racist, it's not xenophobic, it's none of that. Mm. I can finally, f- I found the one thing that's still out there that we can still all agree that trash talk is okay. Um. Okay, so again, I understand you're talking about the general consensus, that it's okay for two strangers to smack talk each other over mm-hmm. their sports peacefully like hey your team you know they choke class whatever but usually that ends in fines because people are drunk at football games so it's not a good idea but however um that's for the general in my circle um <laughs> uh, we're very toxic we talk shit about everything to each other well, that's why we started this podcast. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, if I've, I've hear, I say and I hear racist shit about me and them all the time. Because we were a group of guys who grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s where it was okay to be the way we are now. Now, I want to explain something. That doesn't mean we're violent or we hate people or we're Nazis or we're fucking backwards. No, we just... Our idea of fun is just talking smack to each other. That's it. And mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. fucked up shit to each other. Like, I I don't see anything wrong with that. Some people are sensitive. Like, there's people in our groups that I don't joke with like that. Because they are sensitive. And I know that. But people that I'm close to, you, Mabuchas, you know, come on, dude. I told him I want to fucking go to coding school. He started, like, already shutting the idea down. This is the support I have from my friends. <laughs> Well, you know what? Hey, dude, you know, I, all right, all right. So to give everybody a little bit of a background, I used to be a fat loser. <laughs> mm-hmm. Would you agree? Mm. So at a certain point, I was like, I am going to go start hitting the gym and I'm going back to school. Do you remember what you said to me? What? Dude, that's gay. Why are you going? It's so lame. School was going? gay and you dropped out. The gym? No. See, I'm, I, I love, I love the gym. I just mm-hmm. don't go, right? But you didn't because then. You didn't then. You do now. I didn't. I did it. You know. Yeah, cause sauna, man. Saunas are amazing. Yeah, and now you're at the exact same thing. You you got uh, the mobachas over here. That is. Yeah, I guess it's karma, huh? Damn, dude, it's identical to it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. But just... that's but that's him joking though. In reality, he's like, yeah, dude. When I had to do my website, I had to learn HTML. Shit is easy. You should fucking do it. But the first initial words out of his mouth where please don't you've already no don't you know like no support and then we started talking about it 
like I did a crash course online. I think I like this. And he's like, yeah, and he actually knows a little bit about it too. Okay. So you're right though. So we, we run in circles where it's okay to talk trash to each other. But you know what? We both come from groups of families and friends that if we're not talking trash about you, we don't like you. Yeah, we dislike you. We really dislike you. <laughs> and see, that's the honest like, part of the people. And it's out. fucked up because what we're saying is such a generic fucking meme. Your generic uncle who just got Facebook will share it because he believes if he shares it, he gets good luck. But it's do, true. Do you remember that stupid shit that people do? Like, here, you have to send this chain email out because if you don't, you'll have bad luck for seven years yeah, if you don't and then, send it to seven people. Yeah, and then, they yeah. actually had to write. They had to write policies into employee handbooks saying you are not allowed to send chain emails because you had these fucking retards that were like these chain emails. These things are you know they're they're real. They're real, and you have these weird superstitious natives. <sighs> these are the chicks that were in the office that believed in astrology. If you had a new person to start, oh my god, I have to read your sign. Let me tell you all about you. There is some crazy shit about astrology. I don't fully dismiss it. I do dismiss when people that just... First of all, they have to start with, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. That right there <laughs> gives me the hint that they're neither and they don't know much about anything. And I am they... not religious, but I'm spiritual. Exactly. Okay. So okay. they've they've done they've bought a Groupon on yoga once or twice and they fucking <sighs> bought yoga pants and yeah, now they're Zen masters. And you know who these people are are, are closely related to. All right, I, there's there's kind of two people, and I'll give you the male and female of each. Okay. They're closely related to the old guy who wears a hat with way too many pins on it. That as soon okay. as you see this guy, it's like a dirty hat. It's and, and here's the hard part: is that dirty hat is usually like, it's like a World War II, and it's it's uh, some sort of military hat. But he's got like pins from all over the world, and he right. wants to just talk to you about nothing for hours. Yes, he is related to the female version, who is the lady who walks around with a hat with rhinestones on it and studs, and also has pins. And she's got this sparkly, gl glittery hat, and her makeup is always way crazy, and her lip or her lipstick is like way all over her face, and not even within the lines of her lips. Mm. And they walk in, and it's the middle of summer, and they're they're still wearing a jacket and this weird, dirty hat, and they just want to talk to you, and indefinitely, or sorry, not indefinitely, they definitely have that weird, like plaque white stuff that's all over in their teeth that looks like they just like you want to floss their teeth for them because you're like, God, just let me floss for you. Yeah, it's bad. It's starting to look like cement building on top of your teeth. Like, you know, yes. you can just brush your teeth and just floss and that will go away, right? It's that simple. Yes. You don't need to go to a dentist for that. Well, for deeper cleaning, but for the surface, you can just do that yourself. You know that? God, even if they, they were to like, eat an apple, I feel like the rough part of an apple. Like oh, that, would that just like force just it out? Exactly. Yeah. These yeah. are the people who they sneeze and their teeth starts to bleed. And you're like, whoa, hey, man, I think you have gingivitis. Yeah. Oh, is it, dude? Yeah. Is, yeah. Isn't that just crazy? All right, man. Look, cringy. The, I got something that's gonna make you cringe because somebody sent me a uh, sent me a, a, a meme the other day, and then we started talking about it. And apparently, this is like a, a common thing. Okay, you ready? Uh, I know I sent you a text about it. It's called waffle stomping, and you're not familiar. All right, so right. I'll set this up with the question: If for some reason you were to accidentally take a shit in the shower, would you mm -hmm. pick it up and throw it in the toilet, or would you mash it down the drain with your feet? I would probably just grab, uh, I would grab, uh, I mean, this is a very possible problem when my 60s or 70s, you know, but 
Or in our drunk days. Mm, no, I don't drink anymore, so I don't have to worry about that. But, uh, no, I would pick it up. I'd grab paper towel and pick it up and drop it in the fucking... In the toilet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So apparently no, there's a section of people who, who they choose to stomp it down the drain. So I started asking, and no one admitted to it. There were a few people who were like, my friend. I know my friend has done this before. They told us this story. And I was like, all right. So I've had three people say my friend. That means one of them... Is it's, the friend. Is the friend, right. Yeah. And so I've been trying to right. narrow down which one of them is the friend that uh, just waffle stomped that turd right down the drain. And I was just like, all right, I don't know who's in the camp of I'm going to just jam it down the drain because in a quick cost analysis in my head, me picking it up, yeah, that's gross momentarily, and then me throwing it in the toilet and it's done and over with. Right. But if I'm mashing it down my shower Like drain, that just, yeah, that just becomes disturbing. It's like on your feet and the smell sticks to the, no, no. That. Well, I'm just thinking about all the hair that's in that drain. So you know that turd's not going down smoothly. It's going to no, take a while too. to break down yeah. that drain. And that drain is just going to be funkified for how long? Yeah, it's not, so, yeah. Now that we've talked about waffle stomping, this bleeds into something else, and, and this is apparently way more common, and, and we found this on Reddit, and apparently there are a lot of people, and again, people who said, oh, I have either family or I know people where this takes place. There are people who on a regular basis take such a large duke that they keep a knife in their house hanging somewhere to cut that turd apart so it will flush. A poop I have knife. never heard of that. Dude. And so I was like, a poop knife? This just yeah. sounds ridiculous. That's, this can't what be the real. Fuck, dude, what are they eating? What, dude, I don't, how, so, how big are their intestines? All right, look. So my brother had a friend. All right. Uh-huh. My brother a had friend, a friend. Huh? Oh, no, he really did. I, I can name the guy's name and everything because I'll, I'll tell you off air. Okay. So he had a friend that came over to our house, and he took this shit in our toilet. And I went into the bathroom hour after him and i went i was like i lifted the lid i was like oh there's a turd what the and it looked like the size of maybe an orange or a small grapefruit and in a circle like that Hmm. and when i hit the toilet to flush it it just bounced around like a like a little ball in there and it wouldn't go down the drain it's too big to go down the drain so i didn't know what to do i called my dad i was like dad i I don't know what the hell this is and we obviously knew it was a friend i'm like damn dude if you're that friend, could you ever go back to your buddy's house where you dropped a deuce and couldn't flush your turd? That's a tough one. Mm, anyway, yeah. my dad was like, I don't know what to do with this thing. So he ended up getting some pool acid and a, a sprinkler repair tool and hacking this turd apart so it would flush. So he needed a poop knife. This guy, my brother's friend, it really was a friend, probably <laughs> needed a poop knife. Mm, okay. But it's, it's, I'm trying to figure out how this is possible. How can you have, like, when I saw this turd that came out of my buddy, uh, my friend's brother, or my brother's friend, I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't know how that came out of you. I don't know how you could physically push that out of you without something tearing or ripping. See a fucking alien? See a lizard disguised as a human? Looking back at it, man, it, it felt like it was the size of a baby's head. Like, he must have been giving birth. Like, I don't know how that kind of constipation happens. Maybe he was one of those people who was just popping crazy opiates and had that crazy opiate, you know, uh, that constipation. But the the poop knife thing is, I don't know, where do you hang that? And how do you have that conversation with your family? Like, and does everybody in the family need this poop knife? It has to be something genetic, I could imagine. It's a bloodline of people who shit bricks, literally. <laughs> literally shitting bricks. Yeah. Oh, man. 
That's why, absolutely wow. ridiculous. You spend, you spend, you've spent a f- lot more time changing diapers than you should have. Shit has become an issue on your top and your top of your priorities in your brain that you're researching about shit knives and waffle stomping. Well, I, I just when I hear this stuff, it seems so. Do you far have any to... sexual fetishes with feces or something? Do I know? But I mean, okay. I know those people are. I guess to me, it seems like these things are so far outside the realm of reality. There's no possible way they can be true. And then when you start to look into it, yeah, this has got to be true. It's got to be true. And I guess because there are so many people in this planet, if you can think of it, if you can think of that possibility being a a, a an actual thing in this world, whether it is, you know, I'm hitting the lottery, so the odds of this happening are one in a million, or like you said, like scatological, uh, you know, um, uh, yeah, fantasies, that kind of stuff. Whatever it is, you start to picture it. If you've imagined it, there have been billions of people who have lived before you. They have imagined it. A percentage of them have done it. It goes into those things like crush videos. The first time I saw crush videos, I like, this is insanity. It's just overweight women like stepping on stuff for people's mm. pleasure. It's bizarre. Here's another one. If you haven't gone down this rabbit hole, are you ready? Mm. Women who are breastfeeding, there is like breast milk pornography. Uh. Where, and, and all right, someone had sent it to me. They're like, dude, you didn't believe me? Check this out. I was like, I, there, there's no way. They had tied like ropes around her boob and she was shooting milk three feet of people. And I just, I don't know how that is a fetish for people. Like what happened in their life to where they're like, oh, lady who just gave birth, shooting milk out of her boobs. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like you fucking, you hear your friend tell you about foot fetish and you get weirded out, right? And then you grow older and then you discover shit that is just like, what the fuck is this? What, what am I watching? Why? You know, two girls, one cop, what you just say, then there, and it gets worse as giantess or giantess lady, whatever. Like, that's another thing. I don't know. Like the ladies appear, like they put the camera at angle where they feel like, you know, like Godzilla walking. That's a sexual fetish. And you're like, how? Or people that want to be dressed as children and the women mommy them? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, feet? Okay. Nerve system. It's sensual. Because I wouldn't give you a foot rub. And and Pulp Fiction settled that once and for all. <laughs> feet can be sexual. All right? And when fuck, I forgot who it was. Uh, what was it? John Travolta as Samuel L. Jackson. You remember that scene? Would you give a guy a foot massage? It's like, fuck you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, a, yeah, so I get it. Uh, neck kissing, you know, sucking on tits, eating ass for fuck's sake. I get it. There is yeah, some, and, there and is that, nervous that in system that involved. Pain, that almost like sometimes yes. there's like, the, you know, if you're biting someone's neck or in, yes, in ear or the, something the, like the, that. Yeah, that like maybe skin breaking in the moment of orgasm type of shit. Bite. But that's as far as anybody would go. Then you hear about this other shit, and you're like, okay. Like feces. Like people like to be peed on and shit so on. My buddy is a cop, and he was telling me that they were t- they were doing a class about um, crime investigation and crime scene investigation. And the guy that was teaching the class put in videos of an individual who had died accidentally. And... In the room where he died, he was mm-hmm. watching pornography and he had an elaborate system of pulleys set up 
that was allowing him to choke himself while simultaneously having a cinder block crush his testicles. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you get to that point where that is what you have to do to be able to reach climax? I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, if I could go back to pre-busting my first knot and never be discovered to sex or busting orgasms, I would... <sighs> yeah, just... <laughs> I'll be in a different place. <laughs> like, I wish I didn't know. I wish all the sex I knew was missionary. And none of this shit exists. Because it's That's so too, disturbing. Though. Yeah, I'll take boring over disturbing any given day. You got to understand, boring is boring. See, you know? I, I guess here, okay. Because, I'm gonna you know, eventually, eventually you're going to like somebody who's into some weird shit like that. Yes. Again, we go so, back to furries where they go have these hotel takeover parties, which we've now said should be called shelters. And I, I do like, I guess it comes down to, I just totally lost my train of thought here. Mm. What were we talking about? Furries? Yeah. You'll find someone else. Hotel sharing. Oh, I guess it comes down to my point of when you, when you have this put out, anything of a sexual nature is almost taboo to talk about in public. Like you're not, it's not what you talk about in, talk about in polite company. It's not what you're supposed to talk about anywhere really in public. You can't have that conversation with, and granted it's, it would be weird to have that conversation with your parents, but even like you, you can't have that conversation of here's what I like. This is why I like it. And having a conversation and maybe finding out, well, Hey, that's not normal for this reason. Get gaining help or anything like that. It's almost the same as, I don't know what we were talking about this in a previous episode is like therapy. It's such a taboo kind of thing like I'm going to therapy and a lot of people and the tide is starting to turn on this where, where people frown upon it and the the bigger question is is why are these things taboo hey dude have you ever had sex yeah do you know a ton of people who have had sex in their life mm, unfortunately yeah okay would you say that a majority of the adult uh, the adults that you know have had sex um yeah okay like what 95% of them or more mm, yeah okay but yet, how many of those people have ever had the conversation about it with you? Like from all the people I know? All the people you know. All the adults that you know that have had some sort of sexual intercourse, how many of them have ever acknowledged the fact that they have had sex? Oh, almost all of them. So they've talked to you about it? Yeah. Wow, really? Like all the people you've worked with, your bosses at work, when you're walking around, all that, they've acknowledged... No, not my the... boss, not at work. You're talking about workplace? I'm not saying workplace? your friends. I am saying the adults oh, that you place. know. Oh, the adults that I know. So one of them I don't ask because I don't care. Because I don't care. I don't ask people. If they well, no, tell me, I, I, I listen. Know. I'm saying on like a if large scale. Me, like yeah, the cashier no. at the grocery store. Like he, I, can, yeah. I guess my point is, is we all know that everybody has had sex. If somebody has a baby, hey, they've had sex before. But if for some reason, you're not allowed to talk about it, discuss it, and I'm not really entirely sure why. Um, I think because it's still viewed as a very private thing for some people. A lot of people still hold that sex is, uh, is traditionally were made for reproduction than pleasure. And when humans, mm -hmm. just like chimpanzees and dolphins or certain sea creature discovered that you can just get pleasure without the reproduction part. Uh-huh. 
uh, they just started abusing it. Hence, we started getting STDs. So, like, how do you avoid getting an STD? Like a, a good major one. I'm not talking to me, about dude, I, herpes. I, you you s- can't avoid if you smoke okay. hookah. If you've done anything where you can share a mouthpiece well, at a party. There's a difference between oral herpes and genital herpes. Right. Right. Either or. I don't care about herpes. I know they're non-curable, but I don't give a fuck about herpes because, again, we've talked about this. Almost everybody talked has about herpes. herpes quite a bit, man. No, now well, shall not because test too much. No, so HPV and herpes because they're the most common. Like I don't talk about syphilis because I don't know anybody who had syphilis. Like I, I don't know people that have had STDs like that. You know, my college professor had. You know. He, he contracted HIV and uh, he's very open about it on his Facebook, you know, and how unhappy he's become because of it, you know, and he's very better about it. And I get it. It's, you know, something, something went wrong because he's a very intelligent guy. He was my sociology doctor, uh, mm-hmm. professor, you know, and he, he was like, I learned a lot from him. You know, and he he taught me a lot. And he was so young and and healthy and up. And he said he had a daughter. And, you know, he kept seeing his partner in lecture. And I'm like, maybe he's PC. And that's when PC, that's when Obama, when I was in college, Obama was like third year, fourth year in president, you know, going on his fifth. So the PC culture was starting to rise. It was like the first, the pre-installment. So I figured maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe the guy's PC. I know college for liberals. You know, all my teachers were so fuck it. But then later on Facebook, he found me and he added me. And then you know, oh cool. And he messaged me he's like, "How you been?" I'm like, oh, "I'm Graham. This the all right, cool, good catching up. All right, awesome." You know. And then I wake up one day and he's checked into a place. And you know, um, my friend is like next to me. He's like, "Oh, what are you? Why are you looking at that for?" You know, like on my Facebook. He's like, "Who's there?" I'm like, "Oh my." He's like, oh, that's a place for HIV testing. I'm like, oh, okay, I figured from the bitter words. So I know one person with that. Fuck, I've seen outbreaks and cold sores on my friend's mouth, like, God knows how many times, you know. I've never had a cold sore myself, so maybe I have it. I wouldn't know. But you just keep your stress level so low that it just doesn't have an Me? No, no. My stress levels, I get anxiety. What are you talking Bro, about? Bro, stress is going to kill you. That's what. That's the most important thing nowadays. I, I was talking with a, a few people at work about this today. I had some customers come in, and, and we were saying, she, was, she said, yeah, I'm a psychologist. And I said, you know, are you seeing an uptick in people that are just, like, not necessarily, that are, they're, they're so stressed out, and they get themselves so worked up because just all the stuff that's going on. I know we were talking about a few days ago, man, uh, a couple episodes ago, where mm-hmm. we said, like, millennials, they're, they're, they're starting to mimic the television they watch. Like, all reality TV where people are yelling at each other is exactly how they're starting to act in the re- real world. They're unable to shut that off and have calm, metered, rational conversation. It's yeah. getting to the point where it's it's they're constantly so worked up and so hyped up. It's it's almost like you're saying it's that anxiety they have that it, it, it is. that it buzzing is. feeling. And social media is not helping. Social media, I would say, is a big contributor to that because you're competing now. 
you're competing at your co-workers with your co-workers at work and you're competing with your friends when you see them once a month if you go out now you have access to them and they have access to you 24 7 if you choose to participate Man, I feel like that's just, it's exhausting. I, it, it if really I had is to do that on a really, like, yeah, regular like daily posting, basis. you know, like I have, I have social media, you know, but I just stop posting. I just troll on Facebook because it's fun. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I just, that's it. Like, that's all I do. I troll my local, ch- like, channel, uh, my news channel because they're, they're dog shit. They're, they're terrible at what they do. And hey. they, Sorry, I I actually I just thought of this and I I'm, I'm kind of gonna change topic on you because I I just yeah. speaking of social media I've been seeing it all over. What's well, going on in Vegas with all these grasshoppers, dude? Uh, it's like biblical here. Oh, dude, are are, are all the weird? Because I've been cornered a few times by people there where they're like, hey, you know, this is where the end of the world is gonna take place. There's there's a red rock over here and the and they go on and on and on and all these different signs that they say are where the end times are gonna start. Or do you have a bunch of people out there freaking out? Because I don't know if anyone whoever's listening to this has seen this. I'll post a link to it on the uh, the pages, but it's like tens of like millions of these things. Oh, oh everywhere. yeah, it's oh yeah. Uh, my buddy went to see the lights play, and he said we couldn't enjoy the game. That it's bad. It's biblical. So started with the whole we want to invade for in you know clap alien cheeks or whatever and then so right after that there was these earthquakes at rich chris that we felt here mm-hmm. so it, it was just all like a chain of events right like uh and uh, right after the earthquake stopped for like so they, we had like two or three that were very noticeable mm-hmm. then the the crickets came because it was humid and i'm like yes yeah, so you guys have had a cool rainy summer not really. It's hot as shit. It's been hot as shit. Well, it's hot as shit, but for the for the early part of the summer, it's been a cool comparatively yes. ninety oh, degrees, yes. ninety eight degrees. Yes, yes, with a that is with true. a decent amount of rain. Mm, maybe, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And so you had these great conditions where stuff's growing all over the place. And like, so, is it everywhere in town that they're that thick? Because I've seen videos from mm-hmm. the strip where there's oh I mean, no, that's bad. You're that's biblical. Clouds. Yeah. No, it's not biblical at my house because, you know, Vegas is a lit up city. Yeah. So there's lights everywhere so they can scatter, you know, like Vegas is lit compared to like Southern California. You know, Vegas is bright as shit at night. <laughs> it's lit. That's right. It, it, it is. So they can scatter across the valley and, and not be. But of course, because the strip has the most concentrated amount of light. I picture all of these club chicks in these tiny little short dresses and these crazy just tiny high heels hoppers. having to run through them, just screaming. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm surprised videos haven't popped up. Man, and you scream. know who must be like just loving every bit of this is some of those Asian tourists from the countries where they oh, eat with the grasshoppers. Cameras? Yeah, they, no, they must be flying oh, no, out Saudi there like, Arabia oh, it's too. dinner. Yeah, yeah, they must be like, oh, dinner. Apparently, here. apparently it's fucking. Up. Apparently, it's fucking not bad. I mean, if you're deep frying them, man, every every video I've seen is they just deep fry these things. Anything is deep fried is delicious, man. I, I've had That's some. That's true. Yeah, you take celery, it's delicious deep fried. I mean, it has no flavor, but all of a sudden you deep fry it, and it's one of the most delectable things in the world. <laughs> celery? I like celery. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite, man, deep fried ice cream. You take ice cream, super cold, put a bunch of, like, breading on it, deep fry that, and all of a sudden mm. you got that really cold ice cream with a really nice warm, crunchy outside. Oh, that sounds good. Duh. Yeah. Put that yeah. on a brownie and you're having a heart attack and it's delicious. Sounds fucking good. 
Yeah, dude. So there you I go. Like maybe it. that's what maybe that's what we need to do is just start packaging up all these crickets, just flash freeze them. Oh and yeah, dude. Like Saudi Arabia and Asia, they're full of proteins. Why don't we fucking eat them, dude? I, because I, if, if, be if it's end times, you know, we we got to start opening up our appetite selection because things are gonna get rough. You know. Well, there's a lot of places in the world, man, that eat that kind of stuff. I think Americans are just so snobby with what it is, and then as soon as people move here, their tastes change to the American taste. Because the American taste is addictive, man. Shit's fucking good. Come it's on. It's sugar. It's carbs. Yeah, it's, it's just, fucking it's sodium and sugar and fat and MSG. Shit is addictive. <laughs> yeah. All these health food people that are like, oh, no, I prefer uh, to eat healthy. No, you uh, don't. You just put you. yourself in that habit. Because I'll tell you right now, if you could healthy, if it was healthy for you to sit on the couch and eat pork rinds and watch baseball, you would do that. You would be Homer Simpson. Every single person in America would be yeah. Homer Simpson. And you know if what? That's what it took some to people have a rock solid body. Everybody would do it. Yeah, some some people have chosen that as a lifestyle to just be overweight and not give a fuck. They love eating so much, they're not giving it up, and they do not care. Yeah, there I... is there is obesity now. Obesity is on the rise, and you know, of course, PC they're trying to make it seem like it's a right thing or a good thing. No, let me tell you something. It's a fucking awful thing. Okay, there's nothing empowering about Tess Holiday. She's an awful person, just because she's fucking. F- that the the lady, the obese model that is featured on fucking every Huh? I don't even know who you're talking about, so obviously yeah. she's not that popular. <laughs> oh no, it's cause all she is here. I guess I, mean, I I used to be a former fat person. I am much happier as a still slightly heavy set person. Of course, person, dude, as you know, like so so like you know, the the idea is for like I know some obese people can't help it. It's just genetically like, you know, they will need surgeries more, it's not hard work. And I'm listen, I don't have a six pack. I'm not I'm nowhere near perfect. But sometimes at a certain weight you have to say, Whoa, I need to watch what I'm doing. This is not good for me. It's not good. I don't I don't want to see my neighbor die because he loves to eat. Like I'm not telling you that because I hate you. Or because I'm disgusted by your image. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. None of us are perfect. I'm telling you that for your own benefit. Oh, I do. It so you don't get diabetes by 30 and be amputated sitting on a fucking wheelchair by 20, by 35. You know? Well, you know, you okay, so I, Ron Finley was a guy, a gangster gardener, he, and he's talking about when in the inner city, the epidemic of obesity is so huge because when you go to a lot of these places in the inner city, there's no grocery stores. Well, there's no grocery stores because if a grocery store like an Albertsons, Ralph's, or whoever, or Kroger, Food for Less, whatever, opens up, there is so much theft that they can't make a profit, so they pull out. Mm. There's a lot of bigger issues that go into this, but... The bottom line is, is obesity hits a lot of the lower income families because there's not necessarily grocery stores nearby. No. And it's true. Like I, I, That is a true statement. But what ends up happening is y- the amount of money that we are paying because of obesity is unreal. Because as people hit 50, 60, and they're starting to have triple bypasses at, at 35 even, you know, you're starting to see these super obese people. I worked with a guy who was just a little bit older than me, and his sleep apnea was so bad he was falling asleep standing up. And I yeah. had to tell him on a regular basis, look, you need to stand up, one, because you fall asleep less if you're standing up. Mm. But if you sit down, you're falling asleep. And if you don't realize 
is that you have really bad sleep apnea. You're going to die. And he's like, oh, I don't believe you. I'm fine. And, dude, if I brought something in for work, like a, if we had a potluck or something like that, or if I was, you know, whatever, my wife baked and I brought in cookies, he would sit down on his first break. He would take his first break early so no one else would get back there. He would eat almost the entire tray of whatever I brought in and leave everybody their own one little piece, but he would eat the other th- seven it's, eighths of it hey dude it's a disorder again back to mental health well you think that's normal you no. think his stomach you know that's paras hey, that's probably a little shit ton of parasites in his gut and intestines i doubt Just, it because if you have um, parasites you usually you're usually pretty skinny well it's too late it could be genetic yeah. but obviously how he's eating that's but you man, know things so escalate him, dude things escalate him, with weight you got to be careful. You got to go to the doctor. You got to get checked out because if you don't, you are going to die. Six months later, he's dead. He passed away. Yeah. He oh, ate himself to he? death. 36. You he know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted death. to quit smoking. Like by 30, 31. Like I don't want to smoke when I'm 50. I don't want those wrinkles. I don't want that, you know. Like, I don't want that, like, you know, that smoker's cough. It's like nothing but mucus. There is no more nothing in their lungs just filled, you know. I don't have that now because I... Yeah, they wake up for the first 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's like a fucking... Yeah, I don't want any of that, you know. It's not the cancer I fear. It's just the shit that happens to you if you actually happen to survive smoking without getting cancer or a heart attack or a stroke. So it's the shit that comes with it. <laughs> we watched a football game, a playoff football game, and I got obliterated drunk that night. Right. And during that football game, I started bumming smokes off of you. And I don't smoke. I'm not a, I'm not a smoker, but I started bumming smokes off of you. Mm. And I don't know if you remember this. You're like, all right, you got up from the middle of the game, walked over to the, the 7-Eleven next door, grabbed me another pack of smokes, and you just set them down. And you're like, here, here's your own fucking pack. Quit stealing my cigarettes. Right, yeah, yeah. And I proceeded to smoke another pack of cigarettes during this, this game and a half. Right. The next day, I felt so shitty. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I could taste it in my mouth. I could like, not get that taste out. I could feel it in my nose. I could dude. smell it everywhere. And that was just the... But there's people who smoke that every day. Yeah, like even lately, like, you know, um, it's all because of vaping, too. Once I experienced vaping... I was just like, man, this is just better. Like, it's not the same, obviously, because you always end up going back to cigarettes because the whole idea of vaping was to really never get you to quit smoking. Because if you want to quit smoking, you got to stop psychological hand-mouth coordination mm-hmm. and constantly seeing blau- bl- like, you know, uh, clouds of smoke. Well, I don't want to smoke. I like nicotine. I love it, actually, you know? So vaping was really kind of like... The savior, because I don't like nicotine gum. Stuff is disgusting. The Let me ask you this weird. then. So what is your thought about the city of San Francisco outlawing vape pens? The sale yeah. of vape pens. You know, this is, this is a, you got to understand, California owes the tobacco company big money. That's why they're cracking down on tobacco. And banning vape pens is actually done to favor tobacco companies. That's their way of, because in what oh, rational Oh, hell yeah, mind, it is. Yeah, in what rational mind would you vape an alternative or an option for people in a free fucking country, an alternative to their bad habits, where they're saying, hey, 
some people are weak and they know and they like their vices and you say listen you have a kid now you got to start thinking about your future you know your health you don't want to get cancer you don't want to put them through that you don't have a stroke you want to be healthy for as long as you can to set them off set them up with a good life and yourself too you want to retire and buy a houseboat or rv and travel right i get it so you and your houseboat yeah whatever or yacht josh you're gonna get a yacht i get it <laughs> You're well, I guess yeah. like I'm looking at it from this perspective of so let me get this straight. Yeah, you're all about being, uh, you know, liberal. You want everybody to have as many rights as possible, but then you want to cut back on other people's rights. You're very yes. concerned about health, but then you're not yes. concerned about health at all. Yes, I, I, I try. Do they to... sell cigarettes in the city of San Francisco? Can you get yes. a pack of smokes, regardless sure of how much it costs? They're eleven bucks, but yes, you can. Yeah, but you can, right? If I like, if I was there, I would have bought a pack of cigarettes, right? Yes. Okay. So why is that if health is your concern and you know for a fact, and it's sad that in 2019, I have to say this on a podcast, literally break it down like that. Fucking, I can get cigarettes. They're bad for me. 50% of people smoke, get cancer and they fucking die. All right. And you have vaping, which we still really have no sufficient evidence to decide it's good or bad i'm not defending it i'm not saying you know oh this is you know yes as far all the preliminary tests they've taken have shown that yes no so it's, it's obviously not as damaging. they're not concerned with health no fuck no no who the fuck is concerned about health and safety when they have people shitting in their streets and fucking shooting up heroin Man, is that what i'm gonna see if i can find this because you're, you're exactly right when it comes down to it because i like I, that's I the hypocrisy of california exactly. that i don't like people call me i'm right wing i'm not i don't like the fucking right but i also don't like hypocrisy you can't say we care about health now if sam france said no cigarettes no cigars no tobacco nothing which will make him a communist state even fucking north korea have access to tobacco but I can see San Francisco being worse than North Korea, unfortunately. Uh, I'll be like, okay, that makes sense. At least they're not hypocritical. They took a stand against all nicotine products. But you have everything and vaping is the one you targeted because you're concerned of health. Who are you trying to fool? And who are the fools who believe that? I guess that's that's what I'm trying to figure out is, is how is that? There's got to, okay, obviously, everything when it comes to politics politics comes down to money. So where is that money going in that situation? That's what I can't figure out. Like, how has that not been exposed? And that makes me think that whoever the reporters are there that are in town, whoever the politicians are, no one calls them out for any of their Obviously BS. not. No, that's how you have a third world country is when the media teams up with the government. The whole idea of the media is to desist the fucking government and, and constantly go against what they say and investigate and search and come out with the truth. Now you have two fractions of the mainstream media. Majority left, a few, maybe one centrist left, one right. Hey man, I'll That's tell you it. this much. Well, I, uh, I stopped watching CNN for a bit. Yeah. yeah. I watched CNN this week. Yeah. Is it bad? No. No? I actually was like, whoa, this is the first time in a while I feel like I'm actually getting like, news from something. Like, this just seems, tell me the fucking news. It felt like news. Like, I reached out and I could actually feel it. It felt newsy. And I was 
I was quite surprised by it. Here's where it really kind of blew my mind. No one was yelling. No one. Mm. None of the panelists were yelling. They were having discussion and conversation. This is what really blew my mind. I forget what the topic was that they were talking about on this specific day, but they agreed with Trump. Yeah, it was probably like the prison reform because that's something real liberals would back. And they would, like, real liberals will put their pride aside and say, hey, you know, fuck it, the guy got it done. Obama didn't, Bush didn't, Clinton didn't, he did. Fuck it, you know. Hey, that's a rational liberal person, like a real true progressive person. All these far left people are regressive as fuck. Look at all the places they run. And again, I'm not right, but show me a good, wealthy, healthy state that is run by Democrats. None. Sorry. So on to the next topic. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're going to delete that, you bitch. No, because the, 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 the reason the we're truth. moving to the I next mean, topic on that is because there's not, I, I can't really think of a city that runs really, really well. Seattle is no, and, and there's maybe a few, like, yeah, like, Portland you know, Oregon, Oregon was a real progressive city until the Californians moved there and fucking ruined it. Like and if it. Seattle yeah. and Oregon were like, kind of like, you know, always kind of been those progressive, you know, and, and. But, you know, they got invaded by just the far left and they went from progressive Austin was the same way. Austin, yeah. Like, you know, the, the thing prices skyrocket, house costs price a skyrocket. Then they're like the minimum wage needs to be bumped up. Minimum wage gets bumped up. House prices go up even more. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this cyclical kind of event that happens. And they the, the answer for a large group of the political spectrum is always just throw more money at it. Yes, yes. But there are situations where no matter how much money you throw at it, it doesn't fix yes, it. You have yes. to fix the problem. Yes. You can't just try to band-aid the problem with money. Money. Yes. You know what? I guess here, here's a really good analogy for it, okay? Right. The country is our parent. Yes. All right? We see them as having a trust fund to make sure that we're safe. Yes. Now, when you see a lot of the trust fund kids out there, they take advantage of the trust fund. They yes. are screw-ups. They don't pay attention in school. They never learn responsibility. They don't have yes. that work ethic. Yes, but they that's 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 by ups. design, though. That's by For majority of people, it's not, but it's by design. Like, so, there is a reason why Nevada has shitty education. Okay, but the point is, with all those trust funds and the people who have them, yeah. 90% of them come out yeah. as screw-ups. Right. So if we see the country as our trust fund parents, yeah. we are not going to work as hard as we need to be. We're going to be screw-ups. Meanwhile, the people who don't have the trust fund or the people who are actually trying to work, and, and here's where I know for, again, I, I, I'm kind of like you. I fall somewhere in the middle. The people who are really willing to work hard, and typically they are the immigrants coming here. Mm, they're sometimes. willing. To, well, right now you're having a huge influx of Indians and programmers and everything coming over here from India. You have a yeah, lot of Chinese. Yeah, but why? Why? Over. Why are we not fucking teaching our own that and instead of putting them in prison? Well, see, see, that's juveniles. a whole other issue. That's yeah. a whole other issue. But, but what but I'm see, saying that's is, the people difference. who are willing to work hard, they're the ones who are going to become that that benefit the beneficiaries of this. They're not the trust fund people that are really trying to work on it. They're the ones who are actually going to, I'm going to go out and earn a buck while all these other people are sitting around waiting for their trust funds to kick in. Well, okay. So that's, there is America as it stands right now. And I'm very saddened to say that, and this isn't a conspiracy. This is just a fact. Like this is 
we live we don't live in a true free market capitalist state i've said that before we live in a corporate state and in a corporate state like you said that's why our politicians do what they do is throw more money at it because that's the only solution they know because that's the only reason why they get in politics is because of lobbying of bribes of open public bribing you know but i think we're capable because we were at a certain point when we were a capitalist country as a nation. Like, why are we bringing in, in why are we not teaching kids instead of fucking pointless shit in, in high school? Why don't we give them just HTML class? It's very simple. It's not that hard. Anybody's capable of doing it, you know? They teach you, they don't, they don't focus on what the future needs. That's the problem, you know? They've already like kind of divided the population from the get-go and you have to break through the athletes are trying to aim for scholarship they don't give a fuck about the academics the nerds are aiming for scholarship because of their academics and you have people who are stuck in the middle who just don't belong in neither like you and i and we're not getting anything we're not getting the scholarships because we can fucking run and we're not mm. getting the scholarships because we're fucking smart enough so what do we do well, I, I, you end up having to either work three jobs. I don't want to live like that. That's not a free man living. I'll tell you this much, man. All these people who are talking about debt forgiveness and all that crap, I, I did work three jobs as I put myself through school. That's great. By the time I finished, I was debt free. That's how you do it. I don't, people, that doesn't sound here's like... Here's the other part. You're talking about going to a coding school. You're going mm. into a profession and a, a career where money can be made. You're not yes. trying to... Dude, I talked to a chick, and I, I, I don't know if I, I've mentioned this, so I'm, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. She was going to school to study dead languages. She graduated with a PhD in dead languages. She went to school for over eight years to study a language that no one speaks anymore. But you know what? Mm -hmm. what she might come in handy one day she's still working at a coffee shop that's her fucking problem but she might come in handy one day if she has a doctor and something like that for what i don't care we need weird shit like that in society okay that's how maybe would... yeah but you pay for it i don't offer debt forgiveness because you decided to study a dead language if you love it that much that's your passion you find a way to make money with it Definitely getting a PhD is a little too far. Usually in a semester a in a dead language. language. A semester in a dead language. Hey, dude, you know what that's like? That's like me saying, I'm going to go to school tomorrow. I am not going to study uh, JavaScript or C+. I'm going to go study mm. DOS. Okay, have fun. <laughs> and everyone's going to look at me and say, you do realize like that program, like, what, what do you do? No one needs to know DOS prompt anymore. No, you don't go through and do all the keystrokes on a green screen. No one gives a shit. We're doing some other stuff to really build a badass website. And I'm sitting here saying, yeah, but I'm really just trying to figure out how to program a calculator. Mm, okay. Well, you can do that in JavaScript too. But I, I don't want to. I'm going to go with a dead language okay, that fuck, no one Go uses. ahead. Go but, learn that and do your fucking calculator. And when you come out and go apply for a job... And everybody's like, go fuck yourself. We don't have that here. We don't use that here. If you don't know what we want you to know, we can't hire you, right? There you go. Like, it's but a trade. But now I'm going to want everyone to pay for my school that I went to learn how to program this calculator. No. No, that's on your own accord. So that's what I'm saying. You, yeah, you that's, can't expect that's these people. 
you can't expect yeah. these people to have debt forgiveness and all this other kind of crap. Yeah, when it oh, comes man. to education, when it comes to first of all, when it comes to education, that's different because now the public and the government is trusting you to do something useful for us. So if you want to be um, a dentist, if you're one of those weird people that actually want to be a dentist, then good for you. Yeah, great. We need I you. I can use that. We need Yeah, dentists. yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, dead languages, PhDs too much, but should we have people, historians, aware of the existence of these languages and kept up with their definitions and what they mean and their grammar and composition and when and how and why it was used and constructed that way? I also believe so because... Nah. It's, no. it's written down. We already know about it. If it's a dead language, there's nothing new coming out of it. Go ahead and just That's wrap true, it all up. But we need, we'll but on. but we still need to maintain that dead language. So because if I don't know that dead language and nobody knows that dead language, right? Uh, like, is pirate language is considered a dead language, right? Like nobody speaks like pirates, do they? That was just a a weird version of English, though. Oh, so you're talking about full, full, complete, like. Dead. Oh yeah. Oh. Like this huh. is like medieval languages that are dead that she was studying. How many? One, but she was like a weird steampunk chick and she's like, "Oh yeah, I love all this kind of stuff." You know, he, here's really So what so why like. wasn't she an archaeologist with like a, a masters in one of those languages on minor? Why do because I mean, see, I'm sorry, then, masters minor. Like why not major? Yeah. Here's your answer. Okay. Because if you did something like that, you can go and have a viable profession where you can make enough money to have a career. This mm. is a person who wants to work at a coffee shop and be a student for the rest of her life and have student loans. So and she found else. her. So she she doesn't want to disappoint anybody. So she wants to make it seem like she's constantly chasing something. There you go. While you she know what just really content- solved this problem? What another world war. We need to have a whole world war where populations and, and just horrible stuff happens to every country on the planet. I don't wish death upon anybody. Oh, but... I don't either. But see, here, here's in, in great times of chaos is but, when we uh, find great times of strength. Yeah. You know, think about uh, what's the Independence Day. Yeah. You know, that president gets up there and has that crazy conversation about our fighter jets and, and we're now going to have independence for the world and not just America. Yeah. And everybody comes together. And right. then when you see the next Independence Day, which still is a good movie, but almost at line for line, the exact same movie as the first. Right. They go through and have this whole spiel and bullcrap, but the whole world is starting to work together as a world coalition. Right. Oh, well, And that's exactly what will happen if if we get introduced and we visually or we feel like there's hostility coming from outer space i think all the pity shit will be put aside yeah so but, uh, let me tell topic. you something no 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 you said we need a world war to happen right yeah do you remember what the fucking um, what we did in world war Two to avoid japanese detection when we spoke navajo because they couldn't decode it yeah, the code breaker stuff. Yeah, well, guess what, buddy? When when if a world war does happen, and with today's <laughs> technology, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> that check the, with the, the check with the dead languages. It will be the fucking CIA and the fucking you know the whole military industrial complex and the government that what's the Pentagon will be all over her. And no, she is they them. won't. And you know why? Why? Because they have their own already. Fool. No, because the Japanese have Google. 
everybody has Google nowadays. That whole dead language. Guess what? Everything that that girl studied and, and put her whole degree on, every word that she painstakingly Yeah, like, but in a World War it. event, there will be no more Google. If you don't oh, yeah, have no. hard copies, no way. Yes. You're crazy. The internet will still be around. The internet mm-hmm. will still be around. People will mm-hmm. still know about it. Stuff is categorized so, and housed somewhere. So you know what that tells me? That tells me that they want the people involved if they keep networks available like that to the public. Because with networks like that, you can coordinate, maneuver, and talk and start doing like... You don't think that there are companies or governments all around this world that every major government has some sort of cloud facility somewhere that they yes, have of course stored they do. all the data and every of website... So but how all that do stuff you, is out there. So, but how do you, how, like, in, I don't think that stuff is protected by EMP, like from PMP. It may not be. Well, you it know, might be. So, so mean, if it's could, digital, if it's fully digital and there is no hard copy book, there is a bigger chance of losing it than losing a hard true. copy book. That's so, true. so keep that in mind, you know. So in a world... Like if the world goes at war and it's just again access versus evil type shit, and the whole world is involved and it takes place on U.S. soil or just a bigger, more fucked up war where everybody's literally involved, there is I just don't see how the internet will be available. That's problematic for everybody. Here's a, a bigger thought of that, right? So I was thinking about it. So as the phone companies are starting to now have streaming services, AT and T's offering television now. They're offering cable, internet, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. When when you go back to it, right? So the internet was basically the death of television, right? Yeah. Like internet totally destroyed TV and the movies, and and so now it became in your home. It was right there, available for you. And as stuff goes on, and these phone companies are now having all these streaming services, and basically the internet replaced cable. So we had radio, and TV replaced radio, cable replaced free television, mm-hmm. the internet's replacing cable. And now that internet, or, or sorry, now that the internet and streaming services are starting to charge like cable, because that was kind of the whole thing is you're able to build all your packages, but all these companies now are starting to pull all their product away from the few streaming services we had, and they're all opening their own streaming services. So now you have Disney, you have Fox, you have MSN, you've got Netflix, you've got Hulu, everybody, you've got yeah. all these different ones. And now HBO, I'm like, Cinemax, yeah. I've got to go to 16 different places to get the same channels that I was just getting on cable, and it's starting to piss me off. Yeah. What's going to kill cable, man? Because eventually what's going to end up happening is like the Bleagle is going to end up killing the internet. So I'm trying to figure out what is going to be the next thing that's going to come that's going to kill the internet. Because you know it's around the corner. Cloud sharing. Private cloud sharing. Network. What device is it going to be on? Because it can't necessarily be on your phone because the companies who control your phone and sell phones and sell the phone service are the ones who are controlling the internet and everything else. Someone's going to come out with another device that does not exist yet. And that is going to end up being able to have the information beamed directly to it. There you go. Well, it started like with the Apple TV. It's just it's it's it was essentially what an Xbox 360 was. That's why I never got an Apple TV because it did function as as an Apple TV. My Xbox 360 when I got it because that's the first console I started playing online on. You know, besides mm. PC, 360 and PlayStation 3. You know, I played on Xbox Counter-Strike Condition Zero online, but it was dog shit. It was awful. So anyway, so what happened was, like you said, smart TVs weren't out yet where they all come ready with Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and Twitch and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And But that services was already out on the phone. 
Like you could already watch YouTube on your phone. You have an app, you click on it. It was the old TV, remember? You mm-hmm. click on it, bam, you're yeah. on YouTube, right? Xbox already had all of that. It had YouTube, it was a DVD player. But then for people who don't have an Xbox 360 or a PS4 and no PC, how can, and no, or like they don't want to, they want to watch on their TV. How could they do that? Well, the Apple TV was invented and the Fire Stick and all that stuff. But I think now Roku too. Roku is one of the Roku, first ones. Yeah, no yeah. one uses that thing anymore. Roku yeah, sucks. Yeah. So now, but now smart TVs are coming out. You don't need those things anymore. Like, who the fuck needs an Apple TV? Just go buy a TV for $300. It will have all the streaming services you need. Do I remember the first LCD TV I ever saw? I was working at Target. It was 23 and a half inches. Yeah. It was an LCD TV, and it was $1,200. And it was the size of most computer monitors now. And that was the downfall of the value of a TV. Well, it's been a while, but now, like, now you can get him... Oh, my Samsung and LG, you know, like the curve. Oh, my God, 4K. It's like $2,200. Yeah. By the time CES comes, it's $800. Yeah. I walk through Costco now, yeah. and I look at the TVs, and all I can think is, God, the uh, picture on these TVs is better than what I see in reality. Yeah. And they're how much? 1300 bucks. Yeah. And they're fucking, they'll last 75 you. inches. Yeah. They're amazing. It's like a theater now, you know? But when I buy a houseboat, I'll have a big TV just for you. Because I know sooner or later, you're going to be like Dan. And you just want to sit there and just watch your TV in peace. And when If you... I am on a houseboat, I want to sit up on the top deck where the steering wheel is outside mm, chilling. That's now. And no, you cannot be on the helm. I do not grant you permission to be on the helm. You don't have the liberty to be on the helm. No, that's the captain's nest up there, man. If the houseboat, you have like... <laughs> you have to be invited. <laughs> you have to be invited. to. Uh, it's going to be my boat. I'm, Bitch, I'm buying a more, boat. I've got tons of experience driving a boat. I could outboat you any day. <sighs> so we shall have some sort of war maritime games at the lake when you visit. Oh, dude. dude is that thing... Okay, so I know at one time I always wanted to do it. Vegas had a uh, a small airport there where they had two fight... Oh, the dog guys. fight shit? The dog fight ones. Are they still up there? Yeah, they're probably still there, but that sounds boring. You that were, they have... were like two old school World War II like propeller planes, and they would let yeah, you fly around and fights, shoot lasers yeah. at each other and stuff like that. I always thought that sounded pretty cool, but I wish you would shoot like paintballs at people. <laughs> like doing air raids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, be the funny. pilots would be pissed because I'd end up going like pulling away and go shoot like a. Oh, no, never mind. I'm not gonna see. I, I'm gonna have to edit that out. I was gonna say a school bus because you know, like remember. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I no. can't do that. But paintballs, just paintball school bus would be hilarious. But, but now, see, back then as kids, if we saw a plane coming towards us shooting paintballs, like we would laugh, we wouldn't panic. Well, we'll freak out because that's a low airplane and it's shooting shit at us. Like that would be weird. But if it if it turned out to be a joke, okay, it was a fucking stupid joke, like no big fucking. Nowadays, deal. everybody has PTSD. Nowadays, oh yeah, nowadays, right, nowadays, fucking bad. Dude, I wonder if you're allowed to still practice shelter in place drills. I don't know about if you were if they were still doing it by the time you got here, but in elementary school and middle school, we used to have shelter in place drills, and they would get on the intercom. And they would say it's a shelter in place drill, and every kid would have to get out of their seats and hide under their desk. 
and we were preparing for either really bad weather or a earthquake or someone dropping a bomb nearby, which I don't know what the hell that's going to do for me if a bomb's dropped. Why am yeah, I getting on my I desk? Know, like, I know. I'd rather I go know. watch this thing flying toward me. But I wonder if they're able to do that now because I bet you, I get, but I guess you're doing um, active shooter drills. And yeah, I, you know, they're called active shooter now. Yeah, so it's no longer shelter in place hiding under your desk. It's active shooter hide behind a well, steel door. Well, remember, we remember the training we had to do when we were mall cops. The well, counterterrorism yeah, stuff. Well, not the active shooter before the active shooter when they focus more like uh, counterterrorism, anti-terrorism, because it was like 2005, six terrorism was a big thing back then. You know, it mm-hmm. was an active. Sh- it was terrorism, really chemical attacks, all that. We had to like identify like employees, their uniforms, and pay attention, shit like that. That's kind of all they do now. And instead of shit like that, is fucking active shooter, like how to. Lock the doors, I think. Some schools, I think, are armed now. <laughs> we teach you a class on how to lock doors. Or something, All right, everybody, yeah. I need everyone to really focus in on me up here. I've got some very important information for you. All right, so if you do need to lock this door, make sure you touch this knob and you turn it in the direction that it's not right now. Yeah. All right, everyone, I... again, eyes up here. I need your eyes up here. Turn it to the direction it's not. All right, that is how you lock a door properly. Thank you so and, much. And for it's your fucked patience. up because I get it when people don't want to arm teachers. I get it. It's a school. We we don't live in the middle of a war zone. Like this shouldn't. We shouldn't have to go that far. Like you know. But fuck, what are you gonna do? I don't like it any more than man. anybody else. But it seems like it would work. This ties back to it. You know, I talked to that lady who's a psychologist today, and and my my only opinion on this is is. A lot of these people who are active shooters, all this stuff, have been on antidepressants somewhere in their life. If you yeah, but that's big pharma. On, if you are actively on antidepressants, it should be like a gun qualification that they have for military or police. Every quarter, you go in to see your psychologist, and you have to have your quarterly checkup and have your, your dosages rediagnosed. Go through everything. Make sure that you're on the right amount of that medication. Yes, because these medications do work. It's just it's trial and error because everybody's brain yes. is different. Yeah. So what because may work for you in a certain dosage may fuck me up and get me suicidal. You know. Recently, I was talking to somebody who has been prescribed this. They showed me their prescription. I was looking at it. They have three refills of 90 pills. So for the next year, they do not have to talk to anybody and they have as many refills. As yeah, they yeah, the same with me. So, you know, that means it's not, it's nothing, it's nothing powerful. If they give you refills like that, because in Nevada now, you can't get a refill for shit. But you that's, have to... the, that's the problem is you shouldn't be able just to get an immediate refill. If you have something that's going on. You should have to go back and talk to that doctor every three months to check in. Well, see, my doctor told me try him and see how. Give me try him for two weeks and let me know how you feel. And he gave me the lowest dosage, but he did write like six refills. I'm like, damn. I'm, but that seems excessive. I trust that guy. I I trust that guy, and uh, I trust my 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 physician. And he told me, listen, like, it, if that could fix it, it's, these pills are not permanent. These pills just fix you up, and when you're done with them, you're done. So That's you're saying if they give you that many refills for a year, is that fixing you up, or is that band-aiding the problem for a year? Because- Unfortunately, well, so so for any of those things to actually take effect, like, as the lab recommends, they uh, they would recommend at least nine months of treatment. 
What? That seems yeah. outrageous to me. Yeah, Nine I got. I gotta go pee real quick. Yeah, I gotta All right. go. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. Uh, please don't forget to share the show, like us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, and then and to share the show with a friend. Again, we do it every week for you guys, so be sure to share the show with your friends. 